Let's open the Word of God this morning to Psalm 22. Psalm 22, a messianic psalm that describes the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ in the plainest terms in the Bible. Psalm 22, it starts out with, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? So as soon as you find it and see those words, you know that it's a messianic psalm prophesying of our Lord's death. I want the last five verses of the psalm for this morning, and we'll use these words again when we come to the Lord's table. Beginning at verse 27, All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. All they that be fat upon earth shall eat and worship. All they that go down to the dust shall bow before him. And none can keep alive his own soul. A seed shall serve him. It shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born that he hath done this. Amen and amen. We're included by virtue of verse 27 where it says, All the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto the Lord. That's us Gentiles being called forth by the gospel and shown the truth about the Lord Jesus Christ. Not all of the Gentiles, but it's those out of every nation, kindred, tongue, and people on earth that would come to worship the Lord through Jesus Christ. All the ends of the earth ends of the world, and all the kindreds of the nations, including us here in South Carolina of the United States, of the Western Hemisphere and the North American continent, far away from Israel, are we found fulfilling this verse. Verse 28, and it's on this grounds or basis. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. He was more than governor just of Israel. He was also king of the Gentiles. Jesus issued his commission to his apostles to preach in these words. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore. So the commission to preach the gospel was based on Jesus Christ's victory on the cross and his binding the devil from deceiving the nations so that the gospel could go forth in free course and be glorified among Gentiles as it was The Apostle Paul turned the Gentile world upside down by their own admission. Verse 29, All they that be fat upon earth shall eat and worship. This is the rich. All they that go down to the dust, the poor, shall bow before him. None can keep alive his own soul. It doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor. You're totally dependent upon a sovereign God and the gift of eternal life to be preserved from death. Because he's the victor over death, not we ourselves. And like Psalm 49 describes in in great detail, no matter how rich, no man can by any means redeem his brother or give to God a ransom for him. None can keep alive his own soul, but the Lord Jesus Christ can give the gift of eternal life. Verse 30, a seed shall serve him. Not, Not all men, a small portion of men, a very small remnant as it's described in some places, a seed shall serve him, it shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. 
We're the family of God. We're the brethren of the Lord Jesus Christ. Though small, though insignificant in the numbers of the world's population, we're his generation. We're his seed. He has a seed. He has brethren. And he's going to present them to God, I and all the children which thou hast given me. And we're part of that and part of his family by being in that verse 30. Verse 31 tells us what we're going to do perpetually on earth and what Gentile believers have done for the last 2,000 years. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born. And so we've shared it with successive generations. Jesus Christ did this 2,000 years ago that he hath done this. It's a wonderful statement closing out Psalm 22. In Psalm 22, Jesus says, I am a worm and no man. Yet, when he finished his work on the cross, the kingdom is the Lord's, and all power was given unto him in heaven and in earth, and he is the governor among the nations and rules the nations with a rod of iron. But for that period of time where he was humiliated for our redemption, he died the cruel death of the cross described here in very personal, intimate, graphic terms. But he is now victorious over death, seated at God's right hand and ruling over the nations, and he has saved us with an everlasting salvation and our souls will be kept alive in heaven forever. And our bodies will be resurrected from our graves. And let's make sure that today, you know, we, when we come to the Lord's table, are remembering, as verse 27 says, all the ends of the world shall remember. And as verse 31 says, they shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, the younger portion of this congregation, that he hath done this. That's why we have the Lord's Supper, to remember what Jesus Christ did for us. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we humble ourselves before thee. We are nothing, and we have nothing to claim, but the name and the righteousness and the shed blood and the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ for our sins. We thank Thee for sending Thy Son. We thank Thee for the hope of eternal life. We thank Thee that though He was humiliated for His time on earth, and He humbled Himself to the death of the cross, He is now raised in splendor at Thy right hand, and we thank Thee for Him. Blessed Father, be with us this day. Teach us His ways for us to live on earth. Teach us to humble ourselves before Him and remember He hasn't lost any of His power, but He reigns over the kings of the earth. He's the governor over the nations. He's the prince of the kings of the earth, as we prayed earlier this morning. Heavenly Father, be with us today. Grant us a great measure of Your Holy Spirit, without whom we cannot see clearly nor hear with understanding, nor embrace with our hearts the truth of the gospel. But, O Lord, draw us even closer today. Quicken us according to thy word. Revive us again. Lead us in paths of righteousness and show us the truth of the gospel. Let us find our all in all 
in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us remember what he did for us. Let us declare to the younger generation sitting around us that he hath done this, that the Lord Jesus Christ died a substitutionary, torturous death for us who deserved to die eternally ourselves. We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, for the gift of Thy Son. We thank Thee for the gift of Thy Word, without which we would not know what You have done for us. We would not know the details of Thee and Thy Son. We would not know the cause and cure of death. We would not know how we ought to live in this world. We thank Thee for revealing the truth to us, for giving us Your complete revelation. And we thank Thee for our King James Bibles. Bless us, Lord, today, as has also already been prayed, that we will follow Thee according to the due order in all that we do in this assembly. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ that You have left in this world, that You have called us out of this world and made us part of one. We thank Thee for the privilege. Bless us to use this opportunity and to be faithful and serving and loving and participating and helping one another that we might build up this body to the full measure of the stature of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is its only head. Forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Be with your churches, servants, saints, scattered sheep throughout the world. Preserve our nation. We thank thee for it. Lift up those that are cast down. Strengthen those that are weak. Heal those that are sick. Unite all of our hearts, individually and collectively, to love Thee now and to enter into Thy worship with our sins confessed, our hearts inflamed, and our minds eager to think upon the things of the Lord Jesus Christ and His rule in this world. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Brother.